Thank you, Janet Lee. Absolutely sensational. I just, I just get moved every time I hear you play. And ladies and gentlemen, just so you benefit by reminder, these songs that Janet Lee is playing are songs that I have written. I've written over a hundred songs, and um, uh, I'm going to be writing some more. Um, we hope eventually to have it so that um, you will have the words <clears throat> that as Janet is playing. The words will come up on the screen, so you'll be able to see what the words are of the music. Um, we don't know when we'll get to that, but we will at, uh, at our earliest convenience. Blessed be the name of God. Um, in the uh, Facebook, of course, possibly not all the listeners uh, get onto my Facebook, but I would like to uh, suggest to you that uh, if you're interested in a lot of these uh, things, that you make a request to me to get onto my Manifestor Yada Facebook. Now, I also have a Jerry Lee Facebook, but I don't get on that very often. So if you want to uh, keep up with what's happening, uh, get send a request. And we'll get you uh, uh, on the uh, Manifester, that's M-A-N-N-I-F-E-S-T-E-R, T-E-R, not O-R, T-E-R, uh, Yada, Y-A-D-A. The word Yada means, uh, you know, knowledge and it to be manifested, brought to light. All right. So I, I did mention in one on the... Um, uh, last, uh, you know, uh, short period of time postings on Facebook about this particular uh, teaching today. I, I just had this thing, you know, that, that, that happened to me, and I, I was smelling lilacs. And uh, this is not new to my ministry. Uh, there's been times uh, in the past when I was holding meetings and have had it, you know, an audience that um, uh, people would experience these smells. And the smell of the lilac, you know, uh, I, what my feeling that I received was that um, it was tied into the, to that just by hearing this word today that there's going to be healings. We also had the experience where, um, you know, people have been able to even, um, uh, you know, uh, have you been able to even have an experience of the oil of anointing? And uh, so th that, I think, uh, can, I mean, that can happen. People literally had oil coming off their foreheads and, and uh, you know, hands. The word is real. It's sensational. And we're going to try to cover a lot. As I was looking and comparing this... Um, amount of readings that I have done on, on um, you know, Acts of America number one and Acts of America number two, and now today is Acts of America number three, and I was con comparing the piles. Uh, <clears throat> it didn't give me a lot of total assurance that I would be able to finish um, this uh, Acts of America series with today's teaching. It, it, I, I looked at it and I thought, oh, you know what? That might end up going into Acts of America number four. Certainly wasn't um, in the plan because I was trying to use this time for uh, putting it on to uh, our film. Uh, 
But um, a little bit upbeat, we met with uh, the the film people, their engineers, their technicians, their artists, uh, uh, just a, a day or so ago. And um, it was just amazing. Uh, they were so taken with uh, the projection of uh, what we are going to be uh, presenting that uh, you could just see it in their eyes. And uh, <clears throat> it truly is awesome. It truly is exciting and spiritually exotic. Not even to mention the sensational aspects of the physiological and physical. So, here we are, uh, Sunday, September 28th, 2014. And this is Number three of the ACTS, ACTS of America. We are reading it. And as you should know, we are going to, uh, we are going to um, put into it uh, some additions. You know what I think would be interesting? I'm sure there'd be people say, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You should save it for the, the actual show, but you know, I'm not like that. I just do whatever I feel moves on me. But this production that we're going to be doing calling called Universe, Worlds Without End, is going to have a beginning, and it won't be the, the ultimate imprint of the very first things that happened, but it, it's right at the beginning. Uh, and it's going to have this scroll that sort of goes out at a horizontal but you know slightly um, elevated so that you could read the writings of it and uh, I just thought I would read it to you so you could get an idea of the intense excitement of this message it goes starts with these titles Soundtron Productions presents Universe Worlds Without End before the genesis of the present universal order, when as yet the clock of creation had not begun to tick, the first domain, a realm of pure energy seed source for all existence and the home of the manifest mind force, photo transitioned a signal into the vacuum of space. Let the wheels of energy fill space with the manifolds of syntone fire, S-Y-N-T-O-N-E, fire, swirling at great speeds. And let that illusion express the will of God, the will of God's mind force to be written in every aspect of creation. Therefore it came to be, when upon a star day, long ago, in the time of the eighth uniworld, in the time of the universe, dotted disks of the reliance of matter began to Latilute in streams of motion within the body of space. The swirl of life was strong, and the mind force was prevalent in phototransitions and phototranslations throughout the system. Arising generations began to fill the universe. Therefore, many creations arose, worlds without end. Okay, here we go. We're picking up from where we left off in the reading of uh, last week. <clears throat> we, uh, 
We had just read about the image of the fifth force and how it is embedded into all creation. Uh, we, we read about how that uh, humans are made of the same stuff of the universe, uh, especially of stars. And uh, we read, uh, you know, uh, how that we are 50% physical body and we are 50% spirit. At that point, it moves into this next series of sequences. Consequently, by transcendence, T-R-A-N-S-C-E-N-D-E-N-C-E, both mental and spiritual, we for short moments of time can mentally configure answers that are not aligned to our nature body but answers that are aligned to our spirit part of our body. The act would allow one in that higher spirit mind to enter a confluence, C-O-N-F-L-U-E-N-C-E, for discovering answers about the universe that are not, not interfered with by being trapped in the substance of the investigation source or the investigating source. And... It is so important uh, to understand this thing about how we mentioned we're a part of this, our physical bodies are part of the same stuff of the universe. Job thirty-eight seven talks about uh, you know the days, the, the stars, the morning stars singing for joy, and um, <clears throat> in um, other scriptures. Uh, it, it talks about the day star arising in our hearts. And it talks about, in uh, Job thirty-eight twenty-one. you know because you were born then. So, it is one anticipation leading to another. Just so super, super exciting. Okay. Title. Answers to many whys. What is it the scientists, physicists, and astronomer researchers have missed so as to have not discovered the fifth force? Let me say by saying they have missed the real parallel worlds. For instance, Stephen Hawking's Stephen Hawking is quoted as saying on May 16th, uh, 2011. Heaven is a fairy story. End of quote. The parallel worlds of which I speak are those that exist between the wor world of spirit energy and the world of matter energy. This is a tough one for most of, the, of those said researchers because the spirit world seems religious, ghostly, and far removed from having any realistic or literal meanings or relation to anything for information as to structure and the history of the universe. <clears throat> but the fact is, the universe <clears throat> without the spirit is dead. Whoa, you got a hold of that one, I hope. I've quoted it before. And I'll be quoting it again. <clears throat> the universe without the spirit is dead. Long enough have vacant minds 
excuse me, long enough have vacant minds on this subject sculptured coffins to entomb the truth. To begin with, most of the of these are those researchers who have contemplated the possibility of a fifth force, have also created expectations of the conditions that should exist as a consequence of the fifth force. Also, they are using the term fifth force sequently to the four forces. I want to make it clear that my con- uh, presentation of a fifth force does not have any preconditions as to the sensation of a fifth uh, force and its ability for creating or changing conditions uh, to process latolution or or uh, whatever its purpose of time, especially as it is somehow lined up in the the gang of those other four forces. What is assigned as a first, second, third, and fourth force today may be assigned differently tomorrow. My use of the fifth form force is more to quintessence, yet nevertheless has physical effects. The Bible says the human body without the spirit is dead. The same could be said of the universe. The universe body without the spirit is dead. So according to the Bible, the spirit is an essential need for the universe to have. If, however, you are one of those persons who do not believe that you have a spirit, you, you just don't believe you have a spirit abiding in your body. And that consequently your body is just a keg of flesh but by a gamble of evolution, you, by the luck of a good dice spin of nature, have a few points of intelligence in your brain. Then all I can say to you is may God have mercy on you. There is a God. <clears throat> even though some persons say there is no God, and even though some persons say God has nothing to do with the making of the universe. While it is true the Bible says all flesh is grass, referring to the human body. That does not refer to the human spirit soul. Most humans who have no contact with God will create a God, and even create gods, plural. And humans also create religion. But that does not mean there is not a true religion and a true living God. Nor does that mean that there is no true um, uh, creations of God Uh, that are just not understood. Clearly, there is a searching for God and a searching for true religion. And many times, in fact most times, that searching is done under a different guise, under a different think tank, because they don't understand the emphatic connection. Because of a vacuum and a feeling for the need of God in a true religion that every human feels but most times without recognizing it, then it can be said and it can be a fact that every mortal somehow has an inter-drawing, an inter-desire to know God even though they call that drawing many other names. 
Someone will ask, if there is a God, then why the suffering, misery, and death? The human body is sometimes a weed, sometimes a flower. Sometimes the human body is called a house, but ultimately a temporary life from the dust taken and to return to dust is the case that nevertheless has particular meaning. Life is set at free will. When compared to never-ending God-given eternal life, any period of suffering and even death is too short on the comparative scale to even show up as having ever existed. However, understanding suffering from the physical levels, the traversities, the tragic things that befall humans, we must understand that by living here in this physical realm, physical planet, these things we call suffering and death are all part of the impedition causation effects of being here and living here on this planet. And as well are the results of the beast that lives in humans to do the hu to do uh, to humans what humans do. God will not violate the human will, nor is God interested in creating human robots. There are some divine interventions. The aspects refer to the human being, B-E-L-I-N-G, parentheses, the book of each person's life. Only God knows our human being. There is no doubt that intent uh, intense believing persons have saved themselves from almost every kind of doom and much suffering by being aware, praying, believing, and wisely acting out plans of survival and endurance. <clears throat> Please understand that there have been many instances which people would refer to individuals as those kind of, of humans that pray and believe, and yet those people have suffered some tragic circumstances. But in the unfolding of the ultimate insight, we do not know the being of those persons. We do not know all of the corresponding facts and corresponding things of life and nature that those people have experienced or not experienced by which to make any kind of clear viewship. Title, how many dimensions? Well, there are three standard dimensions and three contra standard dimensions as taught by the, the manifest. <clears throat> Four dark invisible energy dimensions and two dark antipolar matter dimensions. Now, just so we don't get our numbers skewed up, let's just leave that in the rolling over in our minds state and go to this next subtitle, a total of 12 major dimensions 
which correspond to the 12 circuits of the Soundtron. In Psalms 19, it, it talks about, in the second verse, of there being 12 hours of day and 12 hours of night. Even Jesus mentioned that. And we note that in the Bible, that the days, the 12 hours of day, were, are, were mentioned in such a way, both in Psalms and by Jesus, that the 12 hours of the day were put into a superior mode, and the 12 hours of the night were not in the superior mode. So we call those 12 dimensions of day major dimensions, which are major, core, uh, major um, circuits. We call those uh, 12 dimensions of night as minor circuits, being minor dimensions. While time is also considered a dimension, especially for the mathematical advantage, I am not including time as a dimension being part of the 12 major Soundtron dimensions, but rather being included in the time of the 12 minor dimensions of the Soundtron. And that is very, very important to distinguish in many different senses of application. Most persons are aware of what makes up the three common dimensions humans live in. These, of course, incorporate the measurements of height, depth, and width. Or as some persons would say, how wide, how long, and how deep. It is impressed here that each of these dimensions has a counter-dimension, or as it should be said, a contra-dimension. These contra-dimensions are invisible. One could compare that study to an electron and a positron being the opposite of the other, a kind of matter-antimatter oppositeness, that the positron is the antiparticle of the electron. Since in nature, for every matter particle, there is a corresponding antiparticle, it should not be strange for that to be applied to dimensions. There exists both a matter-nature dimension and an antimatter-nature dimension, which the manifester calls a contra-dimension. The, the reason these contra-dimensions cannot be seen and are very difficult to detect is partially because they are dark energy or dark matter and consequently invisible and do not interact with many of the fundamental universal actions. These dimensions exist on a scale of the large and a scale of the small, but not in the same thing as standard scales are concerned about physical uh, materialism or material. It is commonly reported among the scientists and the, science and the physicists that approximately 90.6% of the universe cannot be seen. 
by the most up-to-date technology and instrumentation. Due to that said 90.6 being dark energy and dark matter, invisible energy and dark and dark matter, dark matter transmits neither light nor electromagnetic radiation. Inasmuch as there exist particles that have no mass, but nevertheless can ex exert gravity effects, then it should not be thought strange that dark energy has the nature to respond exclusively to particular kinds of signals such as the soundtron wave, which can turn on dark energy effects of many kinds. So, it can be seen that dark energy and dark matter cannot be known resolutely a fact by the current laws of physics. Title, Dark Energy, Dark Matter. The mathematical term scalar is a versatile tool for figuring many applications of universal properties. For instance, the scalar field, S-C-A-L-A-R field, F-I-E-L-D, can be broad in its applications to the point of seeming to be able to change its applications, which in some ways makes it difficult to pinpoint as to its cosmological reference. A lot of scientific and physiological concepts are up for coming face to face to new, bold, and extensive insights. Even the invert square law of gravity times distance is being looked at for places of exception to that law. Understand in my book that all does make sense, especially since the fifth force is independent of the four forces. Just a note to make it clear, it will take a lot more insight and ability than just knowing scalar math to really understand the fifth force and, the, and dark energy. Title of title, Scriptures of the Bible about dark energy. The Bible says in the beginning, darkness was upon the, fa the face of the deep. And, quote, there is, in, shortly thereafter, in short, inserted the word and, A-N-D. And in my favorite, favorite way of saying the word and describing it, uh, sendoki. Sindalki can mean something that is like a great elicis. Um, we're talking there about something that um, can be described as having only a part meaning by the word and, but inferring that there is more to be Add it to that to that uh, that meaning, or to the the quantity of the description of that meaning, and um, we will uh, we will try to to get into that. So, when we think of the sindoki, it's similar to a great ellipsis, uh, and can also mean though. Um, only recalling that a a not manifested or not known additional amount of information is attached 
in that spot where the and is put in place. So when we say the and, let's think in terms of the first chapter of Genesis. In the first verse. And how it says in the beginning, God created heaven. And then an and is put in. And we talked about this a little before, but it's so important. And that and then is saying, you know, here's the earth without form and void. And so that is a true synodaki in the sense that what we have here, when the Spirit of God moved upon the dark energy or the dark waters is that that energy was ignorant in the sense that it was not imbued for its energy and its knowledge to be manifested. So it was ignorant on the one side and had knowledge on the other side. And that's why it was a dark energy for the world. Now the Bible says with God, God, the night and the day, it's the same to him. Because he knows everything, all the mysteries, what they are. But for the people that don't know all the mysteries, what they are, when we start talking about dark energy, invisible energy, they don't know what that is. That's like unknown tongues. They don't know without a translator, they don't know what that is or what it means. So it's, it, it's in a state of ignorance as far as they are concerned. But there is knowledge there. But that, that knowledge may have a time differentiation. May have a destiny differentiation. And it's not going to be revealed until the time that it is destined to be revealed. And that's when it will fit into the slot of creation. Dark energy in this case is called minor. So then it belongs to the 12 circuits of the night and not to the 12 circuits dimensions of the day. Thus that is why in the Bible there are many mysteries and many hidden things that are described in the Bible as having been hidden from before the creation of the earth. They've been hidden. They're not to be known until the time is right for them to be known. And then when it's right for them to be known, suddenly, like a mighty rushing wind, that knowledge comes. The Bible says that the Lord of hosts rode upon a zith or a cherub. We know from other teachings how that the spirit of the cherub can actually be in the ship itself. And we don't have time to go back over that teaching, which is was recently done in the Whisper of Satan teachings. And it goes on and it says, angels or messengers from the second universe and they did fly as the wings of the breath of his holy ghost 
He made darkness M's secret place, dimensions of dark energy. His pavilion, P-A-V-I-L-L-I-O-N, around about him were dark energies. Around about God was dark energies, were mysteries, were secrets, were hidden things. That's Bible, ladies and gentlemen. When we start getting into all these dark, mysterious things, that is, is and has been the plan of God. But it's not the plan of God that those things should never be known. Because we discovered on the second day of creation that there were plants of the earth and various things of creation that existed before they ever were planted into the earth and were ever materialized. Before the earth was ever fully materialized into being what we call earth, and the very word earth means something that is solidified. Then, it's very, very important understanding this. Very important. That once that message has been given, once that message has been manifested, then it brings it into the literal or the actual uh, actual experience of its happening, of its creation. But prior to that, it existed in the formation of thoughts. And there's lots of scripture for this, but we don't have time to go through it. So, let me... And uh, read one or two more verses here, and then we're going to take a break. The Bible says, The Lord reigns. Let the earth and the elements of the multitudes of the isles, which I'm translating from the word elements, or from the word, or pardon me, from the word multitudes of the isles, I'm trans, uh, uh, transforming that or translating that into elements. Let the Lord reigns. Let the earth and the multitudes of the isles, or let the earth and the elements be glad. Auras of atoms, dark matter, described as clouds, and dark energies are in M's circuits around about. From M's throne of the universe, equality and equilibrium of justice are implanted into the existence of all things. When you read the 19th chapter of Psalms, it goes from all the circuits and all the things of the extolling of the universe. It goes into the law of God. And that's because imbued into all of the universe are the laws of God. Implanted into the existence of all things in the course of time, all inhabitants of the universe will know these truths of the throne. Check out Psalms 97, 1 through 2. Okay, Janet Lee at the organ.
<laughs> Generally. Utterly, utterly, utterly. <clears throat> Thank you so much. We want to talk about here in this reading about David. And I'm going to throw in just a couple of things. But he wrote in Psalms 139.4 this spectacular saying. Quote, For there is not a word expressed on my tongue, but lo, the Lord, thou knoweth it altogether. There is not a word, and I really want to make sure I include the not with the expressed, not a word, not expressed on my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knoweth it altogether. Here God, through by the Holy Spirit through David is saying. There are things that I may have thought. There are even things I know that I haven't thought. Subconscious things. But all of those things, God is aware of. And Paul writes and says, calling those things that are not as though they were. Well, who is this David? Well, I plan to do a teaching. <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting a little bit away from our, my reading for just a touch. But I plan to do a teaching on David in which I will show how that David was created in a swoo. Not on this planet, but on our tour of the the planet that is the Father's house. And that David was destined to come and to be who he was. And it's in the Bible. And a teaching like that's going to come soon, one of these days. And how that, when we look at David and some of the things that he did, we wonder how could the Bible in Matthew, the first chapter, <clears throat> called Jesus the son of David. Well, one scripture that certainly clarifies some things, when David wrote and said, Blessed is he to whom the Lord will not impute his sins. And he was talking about himself, how that he had a special ambassador freedom of not having his sins assigned to him, they were not imputed against him. Well, now let's go on with the Acts of America writing here. And we're, as has been worded here, uh, in a more personal presentation of the scriptures that David wrote. I, David, not of my own wisdom, but by divine wisdom, have seen the highest lanes of knowledge. Oh, so wonderful, but I feel too beyond my own ability to obtain. Lord, there is no place in the universe your soundtron is not present. If one searched the highest heaven or the lowest hell, it would be discovered that the presence of your soundtron signal, signal of message was there. Ascend with mean, with ascend with wings of the morning, and dwell in the uttermost parts of the galaxy, seas of the heavens. 
For there also the sound line is like a hand of God, showing and pointing the way of truth, so that I might escape the traps of foolery. God has taught me that there is a dark energy force that can enable my vision to see the light, to see the night, and day as equal for vision. O Lord, the night cannot hide deep secrets from you, for your inner glow of quintessence in the dark force allows no interference of the medium to block your vision. Check out Psalms 139, 6-12, MIV. I believe there are zones that bypass the valley where a rush to death preys on its visitors. In mine eyes I have seen a pavilion that is said to be invisible, but I can see it for the Lord has shown it to me. The majority of the world cannot see this secret tabernacle because it is made of dark energy. The rock of ages has revealed this force that makes me to lie down in green pastures. Psalms 27.5 Let the tongues of baseless mortals wag and let the pride of illusion be vainly vaulted high as heaven. For God has robed me in a view of the secret knowledge of the pavilion of dark energy. When I walk into eternity, I will seem to disappear. But the angels know my spirit will be cloaked in the dark energy dimensions until I return to my station again. Check out Psalms 3120 MIV. Title, Mystery of the First Domain. Phantoms of, Phantoms of Deep Word from the Deep Well of Biblical Knowledge. In deep and ancient words it is written, O tower that watches over the flocks, you are a stronghold, for you are the first dominion, or first domain. Now, when we read, and let me take this little side venture here, and speak about the first dominion, or the first domain, lady, it is, ladies and gentlemen, it is Bible. And and very specifically, it is Bible in um, Micah 4, 8. Now, some people get all caught up in their strangulation of trying to put everything into idioms of what is referring to Israel without understanding that the word Israel has the name God in it. And the minute that you put the name God in anything, then you become attached to the name God that is the all of, of the all and the everything of the everything. And so you can't take and put it into a single singularium or a sing, a, a, some single uh, act or some single expression because uh, it is an, attached to to God, you know, who is the the all of the all. Let's go on. You are the kingdom. And uh, we've shown you how that the word kingdom, the, the three letters, D-O-M, is an abbreviation of domain. So the first dominion, the first domain, the kingdom, it's all the same thing uh, in its comparatives. So the kingdom that is within us is just the part of the signal of that kingdom which exists in the heaven of heavens. 
So it exists in us because it is in everything, whether you're in heaven or in hell or on earth or on the moon. The kingdom of God is in you, as it explains in John, the first chapter, that every person born on this earth is born in the light. And that's that kingdom of God that has the soundtron, that has the signal of the first domain. You all have that. The king's domain, consequently. The kingdom of heaven, meaning heaven of heavens. Therefore, also including the dominion over the heavens of or cosmos of the universe. It's the first dominion, or as that may be said, the first domain. Now, when we get into words like domatron, we've got the drawn, tron connection to soundtron. And doma, we've got the connection to the domain. And... Um, uh, you know, if you wanted to take it in short, if you took the word domain and you just took the first uh, several letters, D-O-M-A, Doma, and the Domatron uh, gives you what is the energy causation effect that is caused by the presence of dark energy, dark matter, which are signal messages sent out by the God of Gods, the mind force of all creation. Wow. The given Bible challenge is to learn the wisdom about the first domain. Blessed be the name of God. One of the oldest books of the Bible, of course, is Job. You might check out Job 33. Do you know the ordinances of the cosmos? This is what it's saying in Job 33. Can you set dominion of the quintessential essence of God, the fifth force? To have dominion of knowledge among the earthlings? Can you? Someone says, ah, oh, you know, that, that's not meant to really ever understand. God's just sort of making fun of us there. And is that, is that how you think God does? You think God just is tantalizing people and he knows they could never have this. But he's just, you know, making fools out of them and showing how nothing that they are and nothing their, what, uh, nothing what their potential is. No, that's not, that's not right at all. There is a mystery that has been hidden for ages from the generations of mortals, but in this age is being manifested to believers. Compare Colossians 1.26 MIV. I pray this next scripture will not be too incompatible or reasoning to believe for researchers of scientific, mathematical, and cosmological subjects. By the fifth force, the quintessential essence of God, which includes the personified image of God, all existence was created of invisible and visible things in the universe, which, of course, also includes the earth and thrones, dominions, principalities, and powers. All things, the Bible says, were created by God's power and to fulfill M's yearning love. For the ultimate invisible God I am, who was and is before all existence, deemed by the Soundtron 
to provide God's substance of the power of life for all things. All things living and the power of, and, and the power of being, B-E-I-N-G, being, for all things material and immaterial. Compare Corinthians, or pardon me, compare Colossians 1, 16 through 17. O Lord, your kingdom is everlasting, your domain endures throughout all generations. Compare Psalms 145.13. Title, Scientific. Scientific, um, let me repeat that, Scientific Reset. Nikola Tesla and the Fifth Force. Scientific. Deep insights to the Fifth Force. The Tesla-Alien Connection Expanded. Some old science out, manifest science in. Once missed factors whereby to figure universal realities and beginnings unwound by the revelation of furnished missed factors. The flaming torch of truth can never be put out forever. Sooner or later it will rise from whatever grave or smutter, a smothering it has been buried in. Manifestor, manifestors driven deep into the forests of solitude um, because their truth was like earthquake to the political gospels of blur. Now we're talking about manifestors in the plural here because the word manifestor just means individuals that are destined to manifest the holy manifest. Manifestors driven deep into the forest of solitude or solitude because their truth was like an earthquake to the political gospels of blur. They of the blur have hired paper warriors of darkness to downgrade and scare away believers. But truth is everlasting and eventually overcomes all things, for it will always endure to the end. To believe the Bible is truth and a major tenet. To believe the Bible or to not believe the Bible affects one's field of knowledge. According to the verses of the first chapter of the first book of the Bible, Genesis, the spirit as a force, was a main active part in the making of the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars of the universe. So we presently, so we believe the Bible as to that part. Then the forces operating in the universe presently and the forces which are to be operating at the end of the universe, should be involved with that same spirit force that begot creation, which forces, accordingly, would still be involved as forces moving the universe. This accords because God's forces are major, continuous powers. That said, I must share uh, that to believe the Bible is not simple. The Bible ha is a code. And in part, a language fold of many levels as well. And to really understand the Bible in a 30, 60, 100-fold insight, there needs to be more than just translation from language to language. The Bible needs seer interpretation. Title, A Presentation Trajectory of Trit. Capital T, period, R, capital, period. So capital T, period, capital R, period, capital I, period, capital T, period.
TRIT 1 and TRIT 2. To begin, let us survey TRIT. Now, you people out there, I know that some of these subjects can just seem so deep and so complicated that you might think you could never comprehend it. But I tell you right now, do not have that notion. Because God has the power and he will give the power to open your minds by the Holy Spirit. To begin, let us survey TRIT. There is TRIT 1, there is also TRIT uh, 2. TRIT 1 is called TRIT Major, TRIT 2 is called TRIT Minor. These are new mathematics revealed to Dr. Jerry O'Lee. TRIT number 1 regards the meaning of total resolutional inflation translation. Total T, resolutional R, inflation I, translation T. And what it's actually talking about there is understanding what the plot, what the plan is for the quantity and the quality of the total stretching out of the universe that the Bible speaks about in about five or more scriptures, which has also been called scientifically by the term inflation but generally means convolution, which is the stretching out, the ectasis. Keep in mind the very mass density from which can spring a new universe is proof of a prior universe. When people say there never was any other kind of life or universe, um, where do they suppose that, that that material that is in total con- condensation, total deep, deep, deep compressed energy, where that it came from? This trip revelation once revealed in its fullness will bring a sweet fullness of truth about the alpha ages of what was. Here is the meaning of Tritno 2, total resolutional involutional termination. T, total, resolutional, R, involution, I, termination, T. There we have Trit 1, Trit 2. Which means the total resolutional involutional termination of the universe by compression to a high-density scroll state. This regards the closing down process of the universe in many, many long successions beyond comprehension of time to an ultra-compressed density. So the, the, the major threat is expansion of the universe, the creation. The um, threat two is the closing of the universe, the Bible story of the cosmos rolling together as a scroll. scroll. Okay. Now, hoping that you're catching all that. <clears throat> Title. Terms that connect to the process of trit, decipherment, and math. Para image. 
We're given some definitions here. Para-image equals, translates, defines to the beyond, a census revelation of the non-terrestrial and terrestrial image of God in the universe. Paranominal, this term, nor none of the following terms, apply to paranominal meaning. So, you might be familiar with that term paranormal, paranominal, but that word does not fit into the scheme of these words that we use to describe trit, <clears throat> although it has a similarity to the sound. Para, the word para, meaning beyond and supersedent, forces, spirit forces, soundtron effects, and effects of the universe. The nom, N-O-M, or nominal, natural orders. The paranominal, beyond natural dark, beyond natural orders, supersedent. Supersedent, S-U-P-E-R-S-E-D-E-N-T. And, and supersedent means to be before something or to be more than equal to something. To exceed being equal. Subnon, invisible but influential derivative actions. Supernom, as in binding forces and as to cooperate opposite forces. Nominal, as in substantive energy. Nominal, as in abstract configuration. Nominal, as in collective groupings of latolution. Nominal as in phase cycles. Now, this is just trying to show you some of the terms that at a later time will be explained in a uh, mathematical sense and in a manifested sense of how it is relative for your understanding of spiritual values. Mathematical values of the set above terms to come are very much involved in the pomegranate mystery, which I have asked and explained there to be a need of 20,000 signatures. And uh, that's on the, on the Manifestor Yada blog. If you have never signed up on that, you need to, because there is a spiritual um, connection there that God has... Uh, given as a sign for when I will be able to really reveal the um, the deep, deep, deep mysteries of this new mass. Subjectively, for now, with a little bit of overview, it can be it can be seen that the whole reveal of Trit will be in at least one unfold, a major mathematical lean as to total mass and energy potential. That being in reference to a gross particularization of which the universe is made and put into an expanded state and when its matrix use is finished, the universe then being put into shrinkage and what the ultimate density until the next vast turnaround of timeless energy occurs again 
will be said to be. Most scientists and data researchers would not think it reasonable to expect that at any time, even using advanced computer-wise vamping, such a project of vast numbers would be possible to assimilate. What I can say is that the method that TRIT uses is unique and profound and deals with unit measurements. Nikola Tesla's linkage to the stars, a parabola, extraordinary, a Tesla subconscious conveyance. I would return, but I have not left. I have not left because I do not remember the League, much less remember them with whom I once was. And the station to where I now am is bland, except for the brilliant fog of space where only lightning reminds me of the somewhat of the somewhere I belong. Now this is like Tesla's mind speaking. Yes, I belong I belong beyond, but I cannot for some reason remember how to return. The whizzing in my mind goes out to infinity and returns with the voice of abundant knowledge and ideas. I could build a fortress full of such abundant captive power, yet I know the angels would wonder why. I am a messenger somehow like them, yet I am caught in the swell of the times to which I was assigned, and I have no signature of relief to ascend free until I have left the Prince of Destiny for which I was given invisible instructions. I must live out the man that my job is bound to. Somehow it was my choice long ago on another plane. Only the birds remind me of being free. The towering woods in which I walk are made of strikes of lightning. One day I will enter into a great flash and return to my home so far, far away. I have taught my mind to fly electromagnetic winds whose currents own the earth. <clears throat> I have no fear, only reckless dare. I can smell electricity and its frequencies. I love that smell. It is a ride to my mind. One day paradox came to me dressed in white. I laughed and laughed until it nearly hurt. Paradox never came to address me again. I think I am now hated by those liars because I shamed them to such an extent. You came to me, Tesla continuing, you came to me in Colorado. T-T-T-T-T. No doubt, no common trait has master of the skies like you have. The wheels within your wheels bend both inward and outward. Curves obey you that I have witnessed with my own eyes. I have met no other entity that can talk over my head and make sense, but neither was my gut steel made. Neither was it steel made from the contents out of a garbage can. I get this deep feeling that you are my destined messenger. Nevertheless, even if you are a god, something, some things have to go my way or I will rebel. Tell me now in detail the underlying energy of the universe. You can trust me that I will keep any dangerous information secret. T-T-T-T-T. Now speaking. The great master, Lord of hosts, takes no testimony from any man, not even a birth-connected Arturian. Breath and stretch, Tesla, 
You have the knowledge of the universe within you. You need only release what is holding within the confines of the imaged mental limits of your mind. Tesla, I am leery to trust my deep knowledge on paper, so I keep it in my head, but sometimes my head feels jammed. What do you recommend, TTT, TT? TTT, TT, answers. I can make a memory record from your brain, up to a up to current of your scientific and inventive knowledge events, from your ingrained mental strata information. That will give you relief for having confidence that none of this information will be lost, and that the safety and protection of dangerous secrets and advanced insights, too potentially destructive for the archives of this generation, that they are therefore secured. At the same time, we will be able to check, at, check as to which of, the, of this information was planted by us and the information that you have developed information-wise by the latolution of your own brain and mind. Tesla. Hmm. A book of my brain contrives a Tesla subconscious conveyance forever in the hands of our Tersians, possibly for your awesome museum and counterintelligence. Then Tesla says, let's do it, T-T-T-T-T. Title, the first domain fifth force and the first and second most powerful force fields. A major universal factor not understood is why certain action of certain times seem to contradict certain laws and dismiss certain established axioms that are nearly pillars of scientific fi findings called constants. The law that allows this this dismissing of the rules is called the law of privilege. It is another way of saying, with God, all things are possible. For in instance, if equilibrium bounced to zero because factor A on the left side of the proposition equaled 1,000 and factor B on the right side equaled, one, equaled plus 1,000. And let me read that again. For instance, if equilibrium balanced to zero because factor A on the left side of the proposition equaled minus 1,000, and factor B on the right side equaled plus 1,000, the scale would be equaled out by contra balance, equaling zero. However, in the law, if the law of privilege was invoked, the law of order would be changed. Say that of the 1,000 uh, minus points on the left side, a minus 500 points were put in suspension or just simply not applied, then the contrabalance would be changed. You would have minus 1,000 less minus 500 on the left side, creating a balance of, of minus 500. Uh, the, uh, the right side uh, plus 1,000 would only be reduced by minus 500, leaving plus 500. Consequently, zero would become equal to plus 500. So then, even though there are axioms that allow no uh, permittivity of action to cross over, the law of privilege can override the reluctant axioms. Compare Mark 1027 KJV. Two other interesting universal laws, the laws of, in, uh, the laws of, uh, of uh, inevitableness and inevitability 
The first most powerful force field is in existence, is the force field of the first domain called life. The math number value is minus zero plus. That's encapsulated in two uh, quotations. And then the next part here is in a parentheses. I am not applying any of the two-sided rules of math signs regarding numbers, either of limits or compliance for such uses. Compared to physical value, a person could say it is a kind of, of abstract number with capability or capacity to tr of transformation passage through the physical plane. The spirit number value is revealed in the soundtron. The second most, uh, second most pow powerful force in existence is the force field of the first domain called love. The number value is minus one plus point. And I'm not applying to any of the two-sided rules of math regarding numbers. Now, just so you understand here, this where this is called the second most powerful force. It's talking about as it applies in existence to the universal world, not as it applies in existence to the first domain, the spirit world. Okay, just to keep you from making a goof up there. The first most powerful, okay, we read that. Um, again, I am not applying any of the two-sided rules of math science regarding numbers, either of limits or compliance for such uses. Compared to physical particularization, it is a wave slash resonance vibration. As a wave, it can fluctuate from minus to plus or from plus to minus. The spirit number is, is a value is re revealed in the Soundtron wave. Soundtron wave, logistical wave-matics, or as it may be called, logistical rhythmatics. Now, I'm going to add this just to help you out a little bit. It's not actually in the reading text here. In the math, uh, in the math of, of, uh, of uh, logistical rhythmatics, Zero overbodies the number. Zero overbodies the number. We won't say overshadows it, just overbodies it. It means it's at the, it, it's at the top over the number. Allowing the number to increase to any measure of multiple sequences or form. So if we have a zero and then we put a one underneath it, then that would equal 10. You have a zero directly, and we're not talking about using here subscript or superscript. Subscript means down below the figure. Subscript means up above the figure, uh, but usually it's off to the side. We're talking directly above, the zero directly above the one, equal in the vertical space. So that is 0 over 1 equals 10. Now, if we put a, a 1 and a 10 down, pardon me, a 1 and a 0 down, that 
was made 10 by having a 0 over the 1. Then a 1 and a 0 with another 0 over it equals 100. If we take the um, that 100 and we move the 0 to be over the last 0 to the right of the 100, that changes it to 1,000. So this is part, in a small sense, of my logistical rhythmatics and the mathematical form of this incredible uh, rhythmatics and how that, numerically speaking, there is no limit because, um, in, in, you know, what they are discovering right now in the quantum state of the computer is that because a signal or a code or a number may equal the same space as another object that is like a twin or like a comparable aspect to it, that because of that, and this is important to get, that they are saying with the quantum computer then, uh, these numbers can have statistical and equivocable value to each other. And um, they can have a, a factor interchange. Well, that is not exactly the same thing as I'm saying here, but it certainly does go to show along the lines that the most advanced science is thinking and this revealed to me, you know, like over 40 years ago, this uh, and has been written on, going way, way back and ministered on, but I've been very slow to let out all the, the facts. So then if we can take and put down the number 100 with a, another zero over the second zero in 100, we're not adding the decimal point in the zero, zero. We're just putting, then we put the zero over that 100. That makes it 1,000. This can go on. Uh, you can then um, change the, the, the uh, digital, uh, you know, and, and change that to 2 or to 3 or to 4. Or you can add the zero and you can start getting into mix, um, uh, multiplex numbers uh, that, that have unit value and manifold meanings. And so this is some of the logistical rhythmatics. This is the first time that I have revealed this particular aspect of, uh, of this awesome, incredible revelation called logistical, L-O-G-I-S-T-I-C-A-L, rhythmatics, R-H-Y-T-H-M-A-T-I-C-S. Make no mistake, this is not a subject about life and love as understood by the human mind. This regards energy unlike any other kind of energy in the worlds of all the worlds that have ever been. Understand, there are, phys there are physical worlds and kinds of life and love, and there are divine kinds of, lo of life and love. The first domain force fields of life and love are neither of those either other kinds of life and love. The first most important force field in existence is the force field of life. One might consider this thought 
The builder who builds the house and lives in it is the force field. The house is the result of the force field. God who made the universe is the force field. The universe is the house. The force field of love and the force field of life are twins. There could be no love without life, and there could be no life without love. Indeed, one could say that the force field of love and the force field of life are co-owned to each other, occupying the same space of entity and the same mind of spirit, and therefore they are one. Now this begins, as I take a short little deviation here, to get into a, a, just a glint of the understanding of trist and logistical rhythmatics. The number values of these two forces are one and zero. Keep in mind the smaller the number in the spirit dominion, the greater the power of the definition of that number. <clears throat> the term force has its root in the language, in the Latin language, and means strength. This coincides with the Bible word L, E, L, which defines to the terms of strength, power, uh, and strong, mighty one, God and gods. Compare Strong's Hebrew Dictionary, Concordance 410. Now I have two more verses, uh, one more verse to read, and then the title to what will be coming next, and we're going to we're going to close this reading, and uh, Janet Lee is going to uh, perform and and uh, bring our teaching to an end. Um, before I read this, I just want to say that if any of you have smelled any lilacs or felt any of the anointing oil, or felt healing coming into your body. Write a little note to me on my email. Lee, L-E-E dot Jerry dot O at gmail dot com. Repeat. Lee, this all lowercase, Lee dot Jerry, Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y dot O at gmail dot com. And give me just a little rundown of what has happened to you, what you felt. Okay, here's this last verse. In physics, based on Newton's law of motion, a force is that which can impose a change of velocity on a material bodies. Terms like vector and scalar are relational to the directions and the size of, material, of a material body and will be explained in more detail later on as to how they refer to the force field. That closes part three. So Lord willing, next week we will go into part four and I can clearly see with what is left here that we should be able to finish that. What an exciting time. God bless you and keep you.